Hi, everyone. Welcome to our last episode of 2020. Cannot believe I'm even saying that. Today, we are talking resolutions, what this new year has to bring. It's a roller coaster of an episode, just as this year has been. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Beaming. is a little different than our usual weekly episode where I have a guest on, Um, but I just wanted to make the last episode of the year just me, a chance for me to really thank you for listening this past fall to Beaming. I can't believe that this is our 11th episode, and I say our because I don't even feel like this is my podcast. I feel like it's everyone's podcast who's been on the show, who has been supporting, who likes our posts, who follows along long and who tells me what they're thinking of the show. This show is ours and it's it's everyone's. It's the world's, which sounds a little cuckoo, but I'm I'm just <laughs> that's it. that's honestly how I feel about it. So I want to thank you for being a part of this journey with me so far. I have a lot of exciting ideas for the new year and a lot of great guests in mind. So I'm glad you're along for the ride. We have a lot of fun stuff coming up. I wanted today's episode to be almost a reflection of 2020. And I have my resolutions written down here that I'm going to go through with you. And we're just going to kind of see how they turned out. I think a lot of people are probably experiencing the same thing around uh, our resolutions for the past year because this year threw curveballs that truly none of us could have expected. And it's also about moving forward into the new year with maybe a different mindset And we'll talk about what my plan is for my resolutions this year. I'd like to preface this by saying that I am a huge resolutions person. I'm a huge New Year's person. I'm a huge birthday person. I'm a huge new month person. Any reason to have that feeling of a fresh new start, 100% for me. But I acknowledge that there are people out there who really don't like resolutions, don't know how to stick to them, always just feel bummed out about them. So if that's you, that's totally fine. I am going to speak pretty candidly and passionately to you about my ideas of starting over in a new year, just because I get a lot of energy from the feeling of renewal Um, Like I said, every year and I turn a year older, that gives me a new chance to start over. Not necessarily start over. I guess the terminology I'd like to use is just having a new perspective or giving yourself an opportunity to change or grow. This past year, uh, 2020, I started the year. Oh my God, this is so I mean, no, it's not embarrassing. It's just funny to talk about. I started the new year in St. Petersburg, Florida. I had flown back to St. Pete after being home for the holidays on the 31st. And I had actually, I'd work that night. So 
Overall, I was not in a happy place. I was so, so depressed leaving home for that second time. I don't know why it was so difficult for me last year, but being with my family and friends gave me so much joy and energy and knowing I had to come back to work and start working immediately when I got off the plane. It should have been a very exciting New Year's because we were starting a new project. I was at American Stage. It was an amazing experience, but there was this piece of my heart missing, which was all of my loved ones, but it just didn't feel right because because the fact that New Year's Eve is a really important holiday to me and it feels so amazing to step into a new year. And usually I'm doing that with my friends by my side. So I think it was just a little sad, but my night ended up being totally fine. I FaceTimed with my best friend, Katarina. We watched a movie together. Well, virtually, I feel like we were ahead of the game in the virtual um, level. You know, when you live far away from your friends, you know, you got to do things over FaceTime. So we watched, um, what was that movie called? Smart smart book book smart <laughs> um that felt like jeopardy for a second book smart great movie great great start to my year um but i do remember being emotional and upset moving into the new year feeling kind of alone which is fine and i think that i was just used to having a lot of people around me and not having that showed me that I really had to be with myself and be okay with that and have a good time anyway and feel the excitement of the new year, which it obviously ended up being quite a year, <laughs> which we all know. And I'm sure it all started differently for, for different people, but I immediately that the next few days uh, took time out of my work schedule and my life to set some goals. And I am a very visual person. I <laughs> I think I'm going to post a little peek into how I wrote out my goals for this past year on the Instagram. So you can go check that out if, if you're interested in seeing kind of how I like to visualize my year. I started in a creative way by finding a magazine and cutting out words that I wanted to incorporate into my life and into my year. I did this all on, on a blank page in my planner for 2020. So I always had it to look back on throughout the year, which is really important to me, kind of tracking my goals and tracking how I am growing. I had two different categories of goals this past year. I had a personal category and I had a professional category. I suggest this if you if you are a visual or even just a goal-oriented person, just because if you have too many goals that are based around your career or your profession, I find that I have to fully remind myself that I can have personal goals that have to do with mine personally have to do with traveling, reading, writing. And those are the things that at the end of the day are going to make me a more well-rounded person. It doesn't matter if I learned five new monologues or did such and such for my audition or, you know, like those, those things are great too. And I will, I will continue to grow in my career by setting those goals. But having a personal section really just helps me to put something on my to-do list that I know is good for me. So enough blabbing. My goals this past year for 2020, my personal goals were read one book a month, write one letter a month, <laughs> travel to three new places. I, <laughs> I really can't say that one without laughing because 
Aha, ha. <laughs> little did I know. The last one for personal is take one new exercise slash dance class per month. So these goals are there for them. They're, they're fairly specific, but gave me enough room to kind of push the limits a little bit with those. So did I reach any of these goals? I don't know. Hold on one second. Let me. <laughs> so I did read over 12 books this year, which I think I didn't do for the past few years, which is kind of crazy to say, but, but I definitely did it this year. Probably. I mean, with COVID, obviously I read more than I probably would have had time for, but I don't know if I would consider this like that. I reached my goal. I think I did reach my goal because the goal was read more, but I know there were some months where I didn't finish a book, especially at the beginning of the year when I was still working full time, taking time out of my day to read was really difficult. And that's something that I've, I've really learned to appreciate when I leave time for reading because it just does so much for my brain and my just mental health in general. So I think I did read one book a month, write one letter a month can tell you that I didn't do that, but I did write a lot of letters throughout quarantine to family and friends. That's super important to me. Checking in on people, not just through text, but like showing up in their daily life when you can't be there physically. A letter is a perfect way to do that. When you open a letter from someone, it feels like finally they're sitting next to you and asking you about your day or telling you something they did last week that reminded them of you. Writing letters, if that was a love language, it would be that. I mean, (laughs) I know the love languages. And um, I would consider, well, wait, what? I'm not going to start talking about my love languages. That's weird. But maybe in a future episode, if you're interested, let me know. But I think that I, I just get so much joy out of writing them. It helps you reflect. Writing letters helps me take a step out of the world and think about what's truly important, which is the people in my life. So I don't know if I am checking that one off. I'm not really literally checking these off. I'm just kind of thinking mentally, did I complete that? And I would say I could probably have written more letters. So no, travel three new places. I wrote down that I traveled to Savannah, Georgia in January, which I did. It was my first time in Savannah and I spent a long weekend there at a yoga conference and we were able to explore a little bit. So uh, that was one new place that I went. The other two (laughs) boxes are left blank because I didn't leave my house like the rest of us which is okay. So I feel okay not checking those boxes off. Take one new exercise slash dance class a month. Um, Yeah, didn't do that. Um, I did in January start taking hip hop again. So I do count that as, you know, I was trying new things and I had a lot of great plans to try new uh, (laughs) forms of exercise. Uh, But did those happen? No, and that's okay because I had to work out in my basement for 90% of the year. That's something I really do want to continue doing though, finding new ways to be active, not even exercise class or dance class, just like going out and playing tennis, which the roomies and Juliet and Brain and I have started doing, which has been exciting. I talked about that, I think, with Chloe in episode nine. Just trying something new like that has really just invigorated uh, my love of not only exercising, I mean, exercising is always there, but more of playing a game and learning and uh, honing in on skills that you haven't touched in years. So 
I think I did not complete that, but I would say that's okay. My professional goals this year were pretty specific to my career of acting. So for a lot of you, they might not make sense, but um, it'll be interesting to just see what these were. My first one was create a list of theaters to audition for. And I actually did that last January and February. I worked a lot on this list and basically it was just a list of theaters that I would die to step in front of them and meet people working there, meet actors from there and maybe submit for roles if they seem to fit me. And I put a lot of work into this and I even started submitting uh, back. Well, That was so long ago. I spent hours in Black Crow Coffee in St. Petersburg (laughs) planning my auditions and researching different theaters and cities I was interested in possibly moving to at the end of my contract with American Stage. Wow, that (laughs) feels like forever. So I did that. Great. The next school was audition or submit once a month. And I don't know. I really stopped keeping track of this obviously in like April when it it turned out that things were not on the up and up very quickly. But I think I've submitted for a lot. I mean, I submitted for so many things. It would make up for once a month, way more than once a month. Um, So I'd say I did a pretty good job with that given the circumstances. Solidify my music rep. That is something I did do this year. I have an amazing voice teacher and she helped me so much with finding music that fits my voice and that I have the ability to work on with her. And I think that my rep is really strong right now, getting stronger by the day. So I think I I worked a lot on that when I had not been spending time on it in the past few years, which is great. Read one new play a month. I definitely uh, did not do that. But then again, like there are some months where I read multiple plays and then I won't read a play for two months or like <laughs> it's hard to um, it's hard to, to track. I, I was tracking at the beginning of the year, but then I just stopped because it was depressing to, to do anything really, as we know. And then my last goal was to launch my website, which I did do this summer. I still have work to do on my website, but the fact that I put hours, oh my God, that was really scary. I'm sorry. The fact that I put hours into it, spoke to so many professionals. I sent a survey to my friends in casting and film and seeing what they wanted to see and what they didn't want to see. I did. I put the freaking work in ladies and gents. So I'm proud of it and I'm proud to continue working on it. And I need to update it with my new headshots and such. But that is one thing I did do this year. So as I'm looking at my resolutions, I really thought this was going to be me reading through them and saying, well, didn't do that, didn't do that, didn't do that. But I think that's why resolutions and writing down your goals is so important because I just showed myself in the past 20 minutes that I hope I wasn't talking longer than that. Geez. I showed myself that despite being in a pandemic, despite, sorry, just had to cry for a minute. Um, so I sound really bad now. Um, but despite every time we mourned our industry, mourned the loss all around us and had to keep going every day we made it we get a new year we get another day when so many people didn't make it out of this year and that is why 2021 is about to be the best year for 
all of us because we are finally free. And my goals for 2021 look so different um, from my goals this year. And it's not because I have different aspirations. No, (laughs) those will probably always be the same, give or take. But because I know what's important now, and I think a lot of us know what's important and how we can all still learn and we can still grow in a million different ways. I'm really sorry for doing this. <laughs> if you're still listening, you're a real one because wow, that was that got that got pretty pretty sad, but 2021 will forever live in our minds as an insane year of loss of learning and of realization, I hope. And I hope that for you. And I truly feel like 2021 is about to be the best year ever because think of all of the energy, think of all the energy emanating from every single human who is so ready to be done with 2020. Are you kidding me? This year is about to explode, okay? It's going to be amazing. I'm excited that you're here for the ride. So all of my resolutions haven't been solidified for next year, but I think I'm not the only one who has a different outlook when approaching resolutions and approaching this new start. I'm just so grateful, my God. And I am on the absolute lowest level of how difficult this year was. I'm extremely extremely grateful. And I will never live a day not reminding myself of that. As always, reach out. Tell me about your resolutions. Tell me about what you're going through right now as we are approaching this new year. I'm so excited that you are here and listening in to Beaming. Beaming has changed my life for the better in a year that I didn't think there was going to be any good thing to come out of it. And beaming is is mine. And I hope it brings joy to you too. Keep a lookout on the Instagram for updates on the next few episodes. I am really excited about what the new year has to bring for beaming. I hope you are too. And I want to send all of my well wishes to your families, your loved ones, and you as we move into 2021. I wish I had an inspirational quote to send your way right now, but I'm not I'm not feeling very poetic right now. I'm actually feeling very um, still a little weepy. So, oh my God. I cannot put this out. Into- <laughs> but I will. Okay. I am currently listening to Shonda Rhimes' audiobook of Year of Yes, I think it's called. And she reminded me today of uh, Christina Yang's journey to her exit off of the show, Grey's Anatomy. You don't even have to listen to Grey's Anatomy to appreciate what I'm about to say. What she reminded me of was that you have to be your own sunshine. Don't depend on other people or other things or money to be your sunshine. You have to be your own. And I hope this year each of you feels that way. And as long as we are our own sunshine, that's that's how we can be sunshine for other people as well. So never let other people's clouds block your shine. You are here because of that, because there's only one of you to do all of the things you will do in this lifetime. So if anything from this roller coaster of an episode, please take that. I hope you all have a wonderful New Year's Eve celebrating at home safe, and I will see you on the next episode of Theming. Happy New Year!
Bye-bye.